just like he is focused on like five-year-old Samara versus 22-year-old Samara and he isn't really considering her like her at the moment he's just considering what she was in the past welcome to the story thinker a webtoons and witcher podcast for super fans with scene-by-scene analysis featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture we dive deep into character psychology relationships and theories we'd love it if you could like subscribe comment and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media for bonus content you can support the story thinker on patreon let's begin Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 164 of Let's Play, and today we're here with Laura and Sabra and our new co-host, Michelle. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, Michelle is a very big Let's Play fan. You said, how long have you been reading Let's Play for? Um, I've been reading Let's Play for around a year. At first, I found Midnight Poppyland, and then I just found Let's Play, and I fell in love with it. It is the cutest story. I just love it. <laughs> Do we ask we which agree. ship you're on? I'm sorry? We, I think we have to ask two essential questions at this point of every new co-host. Which ship are you on and who do you think Dion is? <laughs> I am on the charm ship, but I do think it'll be Marsh. Okay. Oh. Okay. I know. <laughs> because of the latest developments with Charles' behavior that makes you say that? Um, I think that he will take the job and then Marshall will comfort her and one thing will lead to another and yeah but who knows like dot 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 yeah I'm just here to to read like I don't feel extremely strongly I'm just here's what I think you know (laughs) all right and second question who do you think Dion is oh Dion um I think it's Charles I legit think it's Sabra you found a compatriot I found a kindred spirit. Here's my reasoning. When they were in the car together, um, and then he was like shocked at what she said. It was black and then the blue. And that was seen in the um, does look the, a little like Dion's face. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, hmm, that's probably him. <laughs> All right. Well, we found another one. <laughs> There was bound to be at least one, right? Really? <laughs> uh, apparently, we are in the minority. Yes, oh, man. I know. <laughs> but but I have said it, and I will say it again. I am dying on this oh, hill <laughs> that Dion is Charles. I will die on this hill, and I'm glad I'm not dying on it alone now. Charles, yes, I really do. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> you're already yawning you just started i was just telling them to not stay up late anymore i mean i stay up late but i stay up in this being very tired like i, I can be in bed like i'm not like but i'm just very tired anyway so let's get started so that i don't actually fall asleep on the podcast um, we'll wake you up don't worry all right <clears throat> um okay so we normally skip the recap and i'm not going to recap the recap i just want to point out the first panel in the recap charles is walking away very quickly and he, he looks a little um out of sorts no. so that'll come up later in the, the episode i just wanted to highlight that okay so going on past the recap we see <clears throat> a panel of um samuel young's ceo office just the door and the next panel, oh, he looks very nervous. He's sweating. He jumps because his wife. Should be nervous. I know. 
he has a lot of explaining to do, which is what he does. <laughs> so Samantha says, you had better start explaining yourself, Samuel. This feral behavior of yours, like, feral. good for wow. you. Yes, calling it out. It is highly inappropriate. I like Samantha. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's hard yeah. not to like her. She's just, I know. She's awesome. Yeah. Isn't, I think this is what, you know, spouses can do. When you have a good relationship with, with your spouse, you can tell them, like, the hard truth. And as long as the rest of your relationship is, you know, generally nice and supportive and loving, like you can tell them these things, you know, I tell my husband when I think he's being, you know, okay, I won't say things, but like very inappropriate. And like, you know, it's it's because I'm generally nice the rest of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's part of loving somebody. You discipline those you love. And it's not that she's like disciplining, like he's her child, but she's calling out bad behavior and, and holding him accountable for it. Um, well, this behavior is potentially really toxic for her family yeah. and she's pointing it out to him because he's obviously oblivious to the fact right now mm-hmm. and it's good this is really good and I like this episode because we've all been kind of really upset with Mr. Young understandably so but I think this is also kind of bringing back that he's a good guy and we do like him and He's trying to make better decisions, and I do like that. At the right. same time, though, um, when uh, she says that it happens, like, again, I'm thinking, That is, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, we'll get, let's to, get that. to that. Yeah, yeah, let's get to that. Oh, so you're right. She, in the next panel, we have Samantha. Um, the last time you acted like this, it was at Samara's eighth grade dance. That's, and he says, far back. I was expecting, like, I don't know, like last something year. Something a little more recent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is kind of pointing out the last time she was actually kind of intimate with someone, though. I mean, maybe this eighth grade uh, dance was the one that she tried to say, hey, I like you. And he wasn't interested way back, way back when. And she hasn't been interested in anyone since or hasn't tried mm-hmm. to show interest in anyone since. Mm-hmm. That was my thinking as well, because he seems to get, uh, Mr. Young seems to get super overprotective when it comes to Sam's romantic <laughs> inclinations. So I'm um, assuming they don't happen very often. Yeah. And then D at the coffee shop was like, Sam, are you asexual? <laughs> yeah. She said she's never seen her date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Mr. Young um, response that was because the boy who asked her to dance had just sneezed into his hand she had been hospitalized twice that year for a respiratory infection that little petri dish was going to make her sick again he's all he's visibly angry <laughs> like remembering it <laughs> back one holy cow um and then she responds well that didn't excuse you crashing the dance and telling the boy to wear a hazmat suit and that doesn't sound like an exaggeration that sounds like no, something that actually came out of his mouth <laughs> Oh, my word. I can relate a little bit to this, though, because my kids have gotten a cold like once every month. And I'm just like, I'm so done with the colds. None of it's COVID. I kind of wish we'd get COVID so it could be over and done with. But nope, just a bunch of colds. Lots of colds. Yes. So she asks Mr. Young, now, what have you done this time? And he looks to the side very sheepish yes <laughs> he doesn't want to admit to what he did he's sweating i i might 
I might have had our daughter under surveillance. Seriously, Samuel, again? Again. Again. I was surprised that he admitted to it so fast. Was anyone else surprised? Kind of. I don't know. She's pretty scary. I feel like this is something um, the two of them have uh, kind of like a dance, this sort of like confrontation argument that they've kind of worked their way through. In the past, maybe he would have beat around the bush, like kind of hidden it. But at this point in their marriage, maybe they realize like they just need to <laughs> get to the point. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Michelle. Oh, no, no, don't worry. I, I, I am actually surprised in a way because some people would just try to be like no like mm, but like wait five minutes but then after like five minutes they'll be like okay i did this you know mm-hmm. um i thought it I, showed besides for what you said laura i think a little bit of maturity on his part or maybe he's also you know when you know you did something wrong you want to get it off your chest maybe there's an element of that maybe maybe he feels a little guilty for what he does deep down yeah especially if this is the second time or where i'm assuming second time maybe it's more than a second time maybe it's the third i mean surveillance i don't know yeah we don't know how many times he's done this before Um, what do you think the previous time that he surveyed her for do you think we're gonna find out probably like the first time she went to college maybe anytime she's left the house for a long period of time maybe um i was actually or is it just like mentioned i don't think it was mentioned i was just Right, I'm thinking we're going to find out in the future. Like when it was? Maybe. Maybe if Sam finds out that she's been surveilled Mm. this time around. I know. I wonder if she knows about the previous times. Do you think Miss Young should tell tell Sam? I would want to know. I'd be pissed. (laughs) I don't don't know. uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to know. Like, what would that benefit their relationship? Would that be good for Sam to know? Um, or would it just cause more harm? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. My thoughts are the problem is, is that it's not the first time. Yeah. And is it going to be the last time? Uh, I was actually going to just mention, um, there are three different people here that we're seeing um, that are exhibiting possessive behavior. I mean, Charles is new to it, uh, Mr. Young and Mr. Lawson. Mm. And one of the things I asked Mongi was, is Charles' behavior new or is it um, behavior that has exhibited itself in the past with his marriage? Maybe he was more possessive then. Um, He wasn't which is comforting. So it's new behavior. So, but now I'm kind of applying that same question to Mr. Young. Is this new behavior or is this um, repeated behavior? Because repeated behavior is harder to um, let go of. So my thinking is, I feel like he should come clean and be honest with his daughter. I don't want it to destroy the relationship, but if she finds out later on accident that he has done this, and he didn't come clean about it, it's going to be worse for him. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point because it is a repeated offense. This is not the first time. Yeah, that would probably be better. 
but I'm also just taking a look at the differences between these three different types of possessive behavior. You know, is it it's new? This one is done purely out of love, uh, lack of trust, but um, he is doing it because he's a very loving father and having a very hard time realizing that his sickly daughter has now grown up into a woman who's strong and independent and he's having a hard time with that. Um, and then we have Mr. Lawson, who's just, whoa! So. I'm drawing a blank. Who's Mr. Lawson again? Oh. He's, uh, Marshall. Yeah, Marshall oh, yeah, and Eva's okay. dad. Yeah, got it. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah. So those um, are my I thoughts. also, I love it. Um, I also wanted to point out that in this panel, when Samantha seriously Samuel again, we can see that she is in his chair in his <laughs> office. <laughs> Yeah. from his desk <laughs> he is in trouble and, <laughs> and he knows that he's standing in front of her she's uh-huh. sitting he's standing it's kind of uh-huh. a power play yeah yep really reinforcing who is in control here <laughs> yes and there's a, a giant portrait of herself right behind her <laughs> like amplifying the um the talking to yeah. I still remember the first time we see that portrait in Miss Mr. Young. <laughs> and we, he makes us all think that she's dead and gone. And <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's a very dramatic individual. <laughs> yes. So he rebuttals with Mr. Young, that is. But this time my fears were entirely justified. And we can see in the next pa- panel that he is like super concerned. He's still sweating. Super tinted that- eyebrows. Yes. Yeah. That Charles Jones has stayed the night at our doctor's apartment, not once, but twice. You know as well as I do that it wasn't for a slumber party. <laughs> okay. But uh, Mrs. Young counters with much more calm rational response even if they were drinking doing drugs and having illicit unprotected sex how is it any of your business that's right how is it any of your business papa bear it's not <laughs> well I, I have to say if my kid was depending on the drugs if it was like marijuana i would probably wouldn't care but if they were, if they were doing certain kind of drugs and they're having unprotected sex i would like i would want to talk to them i would be like but that's not what she's discussing, though. Right. Because she's just having normal sex. <laughs> I mean, no, no. no. They don't know. But, right. They, they I think know. the point is, is the surveillance. How is it any of his business? And why is it his right to spy on her? Mm-hmm. And how does it help the situation? I mean, if your parent was spying on you and pointed out all the naughty things you did, is that going to make you not do those naughty things? no it's just going to make you not trust your parent and kind of hide away from them and make sure that your when your sh- uh, shutters are closed <laughs> you know <laughs> you tell them where you move to <laughs> yeah yeah so it's I think her point is not that she wants her daughter to do these things and it's okay if her daughter does these things I think it's the point of she's at the point now where she's got to make those decisions on her own. And if she does those things, that's kind of on her now, not on them. Yeah. And I, I wonder if Mr. Young has thought through the next step, like 
he was so concerned that he sent someone to surveil his daughter. But like when he found out, step was killing Jones. (laughs) When he found out that Charles Jones stayed the night twice, like what what did he think was going to happen? Like he was going to go up to his daughter and be like, "Why did Charles Jones stay at your place twice?" You know, like how did he think that conversation was going to go? I don't think he was intending to have that conversation. I think he was just intending to slay whatever male had made his way into her bed. That's even worse, though. Yeah. Meditative murder. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Well, I mean, even if he wasn't like intending to actually kill, like <laughs> literally murder somebody, if he just was going to remove whoever um, was interested in her, but not talk to Samara about it. That's really awful. That's super controlling. <laughs> kind of why I'm like, he, I feel like he needs to come clean. You know, it's like, if he can come clean, then she can be angry. But then hopefully they can both start to trust each other again, that that's not going to happen again. And then maybe he will feel shamed enough that he won't do it again. Mm. Yeah, he needs help. <laughs> he he loves he loves his daughter so much but it's um his anxiety uh his love is filtered through his anxiety so like he he expresses his love through this really toxic behavior that's not good so luckily he has samantha to help him through it oh my gosh so he continues the argument continues so samantha says how is it any of your business and then he gets angry because i am her father and i have to protect her how are you not worried about her like I am? And it looks like he's shouting and he's like, he's trying to make her feel guilty. You don't love her like I do. Yeah. I just feel like he's like so caught up in his own emotions. He's forgetting what's actually like the right thing to do. He's done this before. I mean, when he was pining on the floor for his wife and not realizing how his behavior was affecting his daughter and Charles had to point it out like hey you're behaving like this and it's causing problems here and he doesn't see that he's just caught up in his emotions I think he just like he is focused on like five-year-old Samara versus 22-year-old Samara and he isn't really considering her like her at the moment he's just considering what she was in the past which well and that's obviously so that's why she kept seeing herself as a child in the mirror. Yeah. I mean, she had like, so many people treating her like a child. And it kind of makes me feel like mom has been away too much lately at this important juncture because her mom is uber powerful and has super confidence in her, her daughter. But I'm kind of concerned that it hasn't shown up in Samara's behavior. She hasn't told like she that. hasn't gained more confidence from mom. If mom really saw all of this behavior, then how come she hasn't been more present when she needed to be? Because she's very aware of what um, her husband is doing that's detrimental to her behavior. But maybe she hasn't noticed that her friends kind of do the same thing. I don't know. It's also obvious. Somebody that wasn't in the family. Like, you know, I, there's things I see of my children that I, rec- that I'm trying to, you know, help them with, you know, uh, I don't know, one has, one's very dramatic and secure, I, whatever. So, you know, I obviously like, there's a point where like, I'm sure I could be doing more and more help, but like, so at some point, some things are just their inherent personality. And like, 
I don't know if uh, you can blame a parent for if their kid having whatever anxiety or lack of confidence. Obviously, a lot of it is from Mr. Young, and it's possible that Mrs. Young wasn't attentive enough, but it's also possible that like it's a lot of her inherent personality as well as her experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe also, she's just been gone. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, she's been doing her business modeling thing. But um, even if she was around, like, and she was, you know, hanging out with her daughter, I don't know, during the week or whatever. She, um, Samara works for her dad and is around her dad during the workday, during the work week. And that's a lot of exposure for her dad from her dad. You know, I don't know that her mom could counteract all of that just because they work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking after I said what I said that um, I really honestly think that Samara needed somebody fresh in her life. Um, somebody new outside of the family that hasn't seen her growing up from a little egg Samara to the woman. She needed someone to just see her as the woman and not the child trying to be a woman. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have Charles. (laughs) Uh, I like about Charles. He helps her grow, flourish. I just hope he sticks around. Yeah, he he does. That's true. It's very much his role. You know, he's helped her develop whatever ends up happening. He's definitely helped her do that. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, as much as I really like them together, Charles and Sam, I mean, it's been a little iffy the past couple uh, episodes. Um, He's been a little bit, I don't know, this possessive behavior is a little little unsettling, but um, even if they don't end up like at the end of the comic, if they don't end up together, I, I would be okay with that. As much as I like them together, I would be okay with that just because he has helped her so much. And we have seen her grow um, with this relationship with him. I think my biggest concern is I don't want to see Charles ending up alone. <laughs> in all honesty, Samara could be happy with several people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not her issue, but I'm we've seen Charles go from shielded frozen hearts not being able to trust to love to even express his emotions freely um, to having his hearts just glowing and yes he's feeling possessive but I feel like that's understandable and he hasn't exhibited any possessive behavior onto Samara And so I'm hoping that he finds a way to work through this and understand his trauma. And I just don't want to see him end up alone. I I don't think he wants to be alone. What do you think, Michelle? I don't, I don't feel his, I think I'm the only person who feels his behavior isn't entirely possessive. I feel that it is just, he's been hurt in the past and he just doesn't want to let this good thing go but he doesn't know how to say that and he doesn't want to scare her off. I don't, I really don't see it as possessive, but um, it's just my opinion, but I don't know. No, I can, <laughs> I can see that too, because I, I feel like it has potential to be possessive, I but like we, that. like yeah. we said that he hasn't done anything. He hasn't stopped her from doing anything. He hasn't discouraged her from doing anything. And he hasn't, he hasn't even changed the contract yet in, So I think you're right. He hasn't exhibited any possessive behavior yet, but when we see the chains, the way we do, I feel like it's, there's potential for problems there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but he's still, he's still a good boy in my book. 
So. Well, and I think the main point is, is that even if he, you know, he has a, a tendency towards unhealthy behavior, we hope, right, that as human beings, we all have a chance to correct our behavior and learn and grow and become better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I, I also hope Charles, I, I mean, I'm an optimist, so I think every story will have a happy ending. So I hope Charles will, you know, learn to be better and not be alone, whether it's with Sam or with someone else or, you know, time jump and then he's just with this random lady. But um, yeah, I, I'm an optimist and I hope that everyone will get a happy ending. <laughs> That's a good thought. I like that. Oh, warm fuzzy. <laughs> so coming back. Um, Mr. Young asks, Mrs. Young, how are you not worried about her like I am? And she responds coolly, calmly, because I don't see our daughter as a weakling like you do. And she lifts her hand to emphasize her point. And that takes Mr. Young by surprise. He gasps a little bit. His eyes get wide. He like startles a little bit. And so he lets, that gives him the pause to let Samantha keep talking because it's true Samara did have a lot of struggles growing up she was often sick and there were a number of times we worried she wouldn't survive to see the next day that is super traumatizing that would be so hard and it does help us understand his behavior a little bit when you have somebody who says animated and um, emotional and dramatic as he is you can see where the behavior came from yeah but I think think he still needs to work through it (laughs) Yeah, my my son and my husband were both in accidents like within a year, a year or something like that, like really close to each other. And for like I don't know years, every time um I I would go, you know, my husband would leave the house or I would leave the house. I would always say bye, don't die. <laughs> like I just that's how I talked because like I knew that either of them could have died like really easily, and it was just you know thankfully they didn't. So <laughs> yeah, scary I, though, it's so scary. Yeah, it's, I mean, I never since then, like, I, I just know in the back of my mind, like, it can happen. And I mean, it's just life, <laughs> you know, you're just walking around your business and then you get a phone call. So, yeah. Now we're all going to feel a little bit of trauma tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's scary. Hold on to your loved ones a little tighter. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just to echo what you said earlier, Sabra, like we can understand it, but just because we can understand the behavior doesn't excuse the behavior, like he still needs to change the behavior. (laughs) Um, So Samantha keeps talking. The doctor said it would be a miracle if she survived to adulthood. Oh, so sad. But you know what I see when I think back on those times? Strength. Because despite everything our daughter has been through, she has come out of it a loving, wholesome young woman. She has survived all of her worst days because she is strong. That is so beautiful. That That is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. This this episode has Mama Young delivering such like pithy statements. It's amazing. Yes. And Michelle, it's uh, your turn to take over. Okay, we're at the, I understand what you're saying, Samantha, part. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying, Samantha, but then she cuts him off immediately. No, I don't think you do. Samara is a grown woman now. She's no longer a child who needs her daddy to pick her up when she falls and kiss it better. Oh. Yeah, I think this it. panel right here where you see him just kind of waving, that's the smallest I think I've ever seen him. Like, he's just kind of caving in on himself. He's just... He's such a dynamic character. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're fine. (laughs) No, I I think that's his attempt at trying to make himself, like, a little more 
big, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he's because he knows he he's Papa wrong. Bear. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows he's in the wrong. But it's a little difficult to hear that from like the person you love the most. You're like, oh yeah, you're right, I guess. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. um, Samara is a grown woman now. She's no longer a child who needs her daddy to pick it up. Oh, I already read that. Sorry. And she needs a father who trusts that she's capable of making the right decisions on her own. I like that too, because she's, she's picked who she wants to choose her time with. Like, remember when there were Charles and her were in the car, she's like, I'm picking you to like spend my time with basically. Mm-hmm. So I do care about you. Yeah. Yeah. I like what um, Samantha is doing here because she's taking away this, job that he sees that he needs to fulfill she's taking that away and she's like this is not what your daughter needs but this is what she needs she's trying to give him something new something else to focus on a new path for him she does need a father she does need you Mm -hmm. but she needs somebody who trusts her someone who can um help her you know know that she's capable of making the right decisions and i I like that i like that she's not trying to take away his job of being a dad right he needs to grow too he needs to grow up a little bit a lot a bit more (laughs) (laughs) he has done some extreme things but it's just out of nothing but love for her uh that really bothers me though like I, i don't know um my mom loves me but i didn't understand that until i was 30 years old um, because yeah. her love is like filtered through her anxiety, like it's intense. So everything comes out, you know, it's filtered through her anxiety. She doesn't realize it's happening. Her worldview is colored. Like everything she does and says and intera- every interaction is colored by her, by her anxiety. So it's, it's really difficult <laughs> to be around her for long periods of time. Um, so Mr. Young, like, yes he loves his daughter but this is not okay love can still be toxic yeah 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 Yeah. uh, go on michelle sorry oh i was just i didn't mean to interrupt you i was just saying like i kind of now that i think about that i kind of kind of see that more clearly you know what i mean because i'm like my mom was a very nervous parent I think all of our parents are a little bit weird sometimes. I know I'm a weird parent, so my poor children. I, I don't have kids, so I mean, I'm I'm not too sure about that. But I, I remember my mom just being really, really nervous and just kind of like trying to like watch over everything I do. But mm-hmm. not as they're obviously not as extreme as that. But <laughs> like I understand as I'm older, like she came from a good place, but at the same time, I mean. There has to be boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And so like you were saying, Sabra, um, Samantha is pointing out to Mr. Young that he's, he's not going to stop being Samara's father. He's always going to be her father, but as she grows, he has to grow. Like the relationship has to change and grow together. So it it seems like he has a, a really, really hard time with this transition she's not a little kid anymore. She's an adult woman. And so she, Samantha's just pointing out, she doesn't need you like she needed you in the past. She needs you in a different way now. Mm-hmm. I have to say this story. Um, Cause I, I saw a moment like this with my own father. My, my dad was a, was a teddy bear. 
he wasn't a papa bear. He was a teddy bear. My mom was the one you had to be scared of. <laughs> but my dad, we had our freezer breakdown, just our outdoor big freezer. Um, the battery went out. There wasn't much in there, but there was a whole big bag of popsicles, those big, long orange ones. And um, <laughs> so my dad was asking anybody, does anybody want some of these? They're going to melt. We, do you want to eat them now? And I'm like, I'll have one. And so he takes off the wrapper and then he starts to hand it to me, sees that it's starting to drip. And he takes it back and he starts to lick all of the drips off. <laughs> and then he hands it to me again. And I'm like, Dad, I'm in my 20s. I don't need you to lick that off for me. <laughs> like, I'll take another one, though. And he was devastated. He's like, my little girl doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> wow. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes our dads need to just be pointed out that, yeah, your job is going to change over time. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, don't worry. Um, you need to have faith, Samuel, that you and I raised our daughter to know what is best for her on her own. And I really like this next panel and that by you constantly shadowing her, you will only do more harm than good. Like him standing and her in the shadow. I think that's what I was getting at where he sees like, it's obviously younger Samara. And he only, he sees her as just five instead of 22. And he's, he's not, not even looking letting, at her in the panel. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's I'm not even yeah, seeing her. Looking at her. He's just like, oh, I will protect you. And I mean, yeah, but from, you can't protect her forever. Mm-hmm. And she, she looks very, you know, her body language is showing an extreme lack of confidence. She's hunched over. She looks like she's agitated. She's twirling her fingers. And obviously her face is all shadowed. So yeah, the effect is is negative on her. And how would she view her father in this situation? It's not just how she he is not even actually looking at her and paying attention to her as a person, but how is she feeling about her father? This isn't a healthy relationship, even mm-hmm. if it was at this age. And I think Samantha pointing this out will hopefully instill a better relationship between the two. Hopefully, and hopefully give Mr. Young some insight, because this panel is really telling about how he thinks about himself. (laughs) Mm. Um, He's like standing in the light, and he's not even aware that his daughter is completely in his shadow and has no, like, no light is touching her. He's getting all of the light, you know, and he's very self-absorbed. I mean, to be perfectly honest, if he could take some time to just look at what Charles has done for Mm -hmm. Samara, if he actually was paying attention and if he could see the changes that have happened between Samara and just the time that she's worked for Charles, I think he would have a lot to be grateful for. Even if this relationship does not work out, um, I think he could take a look and realize that his daughter has actually had a chance to grow and to change and to flourish, even if it wasn't through him and through his consent or... (laughs) Um, even if he doesn't like Charles, he wouldn't have been able to deny the fact that she's changing for the better. I'm sure that Mrs. Young will notice it. I'm like guaranteed. <laughs> Hope so. Yeah, she already noticed that she was wearing that outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not be around forever, Samuel. Samara needs to learn how to stand on her own two feet. The surveillance <laughs> ends here. Let your daughter out from your shadow. If you don't, then we will have a real problem. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I like Samantha a lot. I love that. She's just like, no, this is how it is. This needs to stop or we have a problem. I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Her I like, face is I extremely think, determined. Sorry? Her face is like extremely determined. She looks yeah, like the CEO in this one. I think the most in that panel, in my opinion, the most like emphasized thing is let our daughter out from your shadow. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Beautiful line. She's, mm-hmm. she's just everything here that she says is just so profound. Yeah. I hope he gets to his sixth goal this time around. <laughs> this time around. Yeah. I guess the first yeah. time it was when he was eight, when she was eight. So lots of changes since then. I don't know how someone would think to do that though. Like, Oh, that's so extreme. Yes. Very, very crazy. <laughs> I won't let anyone do Samara's like, not even you. Ooh, man. <laughs> yep. I like, make myself clear. And he's just. And oh, she's giving a look. Yeah, I love that. And I love his face in the do I make myself clear panel. He's just, oh. I, I was waiting for him to say, what a woman. I know <laughs> those those do look like little sparkles in his eyes. <gasps> yeah, and then after he lets that sigh out, and then he lifts his phone and just gives her the phone. Wait, does he? Give no, I think he just has it in his hands. I don't think he gives it to her. I actually find it really funny that it, the peachy pumpkin poo protection protocol is actually like it's still around. <laughs> It's like an app or something. We actually have a few thoughts about this. Okay. So we've got peachy, well, yeah, peachy pumpkin, peachy, I don't know, too many peas. <laughs> but so he must have had his employees create this app. Okay. He <gasps> works for a technology oh, place. So <laughs> he had somebody create this app. And so I honestly think that the people it, that she works with are all in on this. <gasps> Right, so I took this as I know, like the <laughs> I hear, and I, I know some people have speculated that Umed was spying on her. Uh, I didn't think I, I so, thought, but now I don't know. Curious. I thought this was the same level of like seriousness that the sparkles and the charm, like you know, Mama Bear, uh, uh-huh. um, you know, using the sparkles to like uh, impale her husband. <laughs> I thought it was like just comedic, you know. Um, mm-hmm you have to suspend your disbelief it's just like but if it actually is a real app that's like well we've seen lucy use this app what she did okay yeah so then i I still thought it was like a joke well we kind of do but now we know that some of these jokes are really actually playing out it's not just (laughs) superficial i mean like the stabbing of the the stars and Mm -hmm. everything that actually did happen (laughs) which is kind of terrifying happening way like (laughs) it happened but it didn't happen you know (laughs) so i guess i guess what i'm thinking is that he has this app he works for a a technology company he had his employees create this app to protect her that track her that spy on her and then he also has some physical person who is following her and I still think that that person is still also employed by Mr. Lawson but that's just I think the same person that's spying on Samara is also spying on Marshall it's kind of and I think Mr. Lawson knows what the other spy what the spy sees about Mm -hmm. Samara so that's my theory but 
I, I don't know, but I just feel like, and I do find it interesting that it has like this panic button of disband. <laughs> right in the front, right? So maybe whoever programmed it was like, okay, Mr. Young, like, we need this. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> because it probably would have been umid, you know, that I don't know who does, uh, well, we'd have to look back at who did which, which jobs, but <sighs> I just hope that Charles wasn't in on it, on the creation. He probably wasn't. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think this Mr. Year. Young would have. Yeah. I feel like he'd had this app for a really long time, like way before Charles came into the picture. If, if he, if it's actually an app. Yeah. Well, and I also think that if it was um, in place, I don't think he would really trust Charles with it. <laughs> right. He doesn't even like a picture of his daughter yeah. on uh, a potential picture of his daughter on his phone enough to break the phone. I don't think he'd like Charles to have an app that can track his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, sorry, that was just my two cents about that. If if Mr. Young did have his employees make this behind Sam's back, and then all her coworkers or a lot of her coworkers were in on it, and she had no idea, that makes the situation so much worse. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And no wonder she sees she's been seeing herself as an infant because she's been under everybody's boot and it kind of makes me feel a little differently about the um uh awareness of lucy and umid because they're always giving each other looks right and it was always so cute i'm like oh they're ship charm shippers but now i i don't i don't know <laughs> it's like are they charm shippers or are they under mr young's thumb and trying to kind of put their little noses where they really don't belong <laughs> what that puts them if it puts the, sorry michelle go ahead no i was just saying i didn't think about this I'm, i didn't mean to interrupt you though yeah i didn't think about this either but like that puts the um her coworkers in a really weird position because it's coming from their boss to spy on his daughter which is their coworker. so what are they supposed to do because they work for mr young but they're friends with sam but That's another it's reason really, why really icky ethical situation yeah that's another reason why I don't think Charles was in on it because I don't think Charles would have put up with it or at least he wouldn't he would have at least pointed out the issues we've just seen Charles do that time after time and um get frustrated uh, when people treat her um poorly and so I I really would hope that he wouldn't know about all this but yeah, so much to think about from just an app. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all I've ever, ever, bleh, ever wanted to do was protect her. I know, honey, and your expressions were it in your own chaotic way, but letting her live her life by her own decisions is the right thing to do. By the way, just to point out on the app screen, when he presses disband, it says command accepted disbanding agents. <laughs> it's like multiple agents. Yeah, so I'm thinking like Umid and Lucy and the person taking the pictures, which I don't think is as connected to Samara. I think that might be some outside individual. Some people have been guessing that it was the uh, intern, but I don't think, I think that's actually been nixed because they kind of showed up in the same storyline around the same time so I don't think that's even possible um yeah because the intern was sitting in on the conference when Samara was 
gingerly sitting down and and that was the same time Marshall was having his breakfast with Monica so. mm. or maybe they are different people we're just Monkey is just messing with our poor little brains <laughs> oh god probably <laughs> <laughs> I just love her so much she's my baby I know but our baby grew up and you should be very proud of the woman she's become. Letting your daughter grow up doesn't mean you have to love her any less. Mm. And I, you can see the turmoil in his face. Like, understandable. Well, kind of understandable. Like, what if he breaks her heart? And she's like, rubbing his tented eyebrows. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was nice. That was really nice. Oh, I just and... noticed that. Okay. <laughs> so I think, and also I love that Mrs. Young is wise enough to know that while what Mr. Young did is completely inappropriate, she is also, you know, accommodating him and, and understanding him and being like, okay, this is something that's difficult for you. And she's showing him physical affection and validating his feelings and just trying to make him put, express his feelings in a healthy way. So, you know, it's very hard to change, right? When you're a person, it's hard to change. You have to work with your personality. You have to work with your feelings when you're trying to change. And she's doing that. Like she's trying to use his feelings and make it do it in a positive way rather than negative way. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's really nice to see that. I just want to point out one thing. So um, Charles has tried to uh, rub out um, Samara's tinted eyebrows and she's done the same to him. And I do find it interesting that they bring up Charles um, when she's doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's deliberate. It's like bringing it back to Charles while um they're doing that that thing that reminds um each of each samara and 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 charles of uh tender moments i guess mm -hmm. just pointing that out granted he is talking about if charles breaks her heart i don't like that but you know yeah yeah then we'll be there to pick up the pieces and support her before helping her get back on her way She'll be okay, Papa Bear. And he, they just like, oh, like, he's just crying. I know. I know. Like she just knows him. She knows his intentions. She knows that he comes from a good place. I think, and she, it's just nice to see that. You know what I mean? It's nice to read that. Yeah, yeah. They do have a wonderful relationship. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I do remember those two heart pieces that came together, and yeah, mm -hmm. they're they're uh, soulmates which is really adorable and it's really great to see soulmates helping each other grow and be better people and it's cute oh yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> I like Mr. Young a little bit better again <laughs> I like how goofy and absolutely nuts he is it's great <laughs> yeah yeah all right it's my turn I love how we are back in Charles's office and of course we're looking at his orchid I know, right? I was pointing that out. <laughs> I didn't know well, that. <laughs> little flower there. Okay. I can't ever look at that flower the same way again. I know. It's like, <laughs> like I will forever, every time I see an orchid, I will think of that episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> fans all over the world united in their. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he is typey type, 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 type. Um, 
and um, Samara calls his name, Charles, and he looks up, and she's poking her head into the office. Can I come in? Of course, Miss Young, but please leave the door open. He oh, is on oh. high alert now. <laughs> yes. uh, Too bad he doesn't realize that Samara's father already knows what's been done. But, you know. Even if he knows, he would be so triggered by seeing a closed door. <laughs> he would just, even even after that speech. I that's asking would, for trouble. Yeah, that's asking for trouble. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. So she leaves the door open, comes in to his office. And is everything all right? Yeah, I just wanted to check and make sure you were doing okay. I'm doing better. Thank you. Seeing your mother impale your father with her metaphorical charm triggered my fear of needles. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, it's, it's, it's I love how she how she treats it. It's like this tongue in cheek, not real, but yes, real at the same time. It's just funny and clever and great. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love it when she does this. Like when Vicky does things to break the fourth wall or every wall <laughs> the floor when she reaches down to get the dog and Marshall notices it. It's awesome. It's so great. <laughs> Are we not going to discuss this? <laughs> <laughs> oh um <laughs> it's just so cute um that's not something you're capable of doing right <laughs> he looks a little quirky eyebrow but slightly worried at the same time <laughs> oh gosh no I can't manifest my charm like my mother can that's unique to her was <laughs> <laughs> like thank heavens um well that's a relief I would hate to develop a new fear <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't want you to be afraid of her charm Oh God! Could you imagine? Oh, that poor boy. <laughs> what if, guys? I have a crack theory. What if here we're, uh, you know, you know the ship theme for Charles and and Sam, right? It's charm. She's saying, "I can't manifest my charm." <gasps> what if that's a, a a sign that they're not meant to be? <laughs> <laughs> I will never accept it. <laughs> Sorry, I, for for the record, I don't actually believe it, what I just said, but it's, it's, it's all on the edge of your seats. <laughs> I know, I will be. I will be on the edge of my seat. My goodness. Um, I'm just holding on to one thing. She said it was going to be a really slow burn. And I'm like, we haven't had any burning from Marshall. <laughs> so I'm just like, but a slow burn from Ch- I'm just holding on to it. But then again, we do have these stories out there where two characters are trying to get make it work forever and then at the very end of the story it twists and she's with somebody totally different and you're just like well okay (laughs) all right (laughs) i don't know what that was all right so i i was um also wondering if uh you're gonna drive me home after work Yes, Charles drive Um, and he just looks kind of pensive. That's what he looks. He looks pensive. I don't think that would be wise, given the events of this morning with your father. Mm-hmm. I think he's saying inside, "I choose life." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am sad, though. I'm. I am really sad to see this distancing. See, this is her father already interfering. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, it's just, I, 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 it's sad. Um, yeah, I suppose that's a good idea. Sigh. Yeah, she's And upset. also, 
um, the reason he started driving her was because her dad was out of town and he gave the excuse that like, you know, your dad would feel better if you weren't Hmm. on public transportation. Um, so maybe it's a little bit, um, like calling back. Well, I mean, yeah, the events this morning were uh, troubling, but also your dad's barely got impaled by a raging rhino of a father (laughs) is definitely worried. But um, Charles looks at Samara and he can see that she's, you know, worried and slightly blushing. And he says, is everything all right, Samara? You clearly have something on your mind. And she looks up and says, yeah, uh, yeah, everything's fine. Okay, yeah, I can tell you know I'm lying. But I would rather not say what I'm thinking. (laughs) He's just giving her this look. Just this look. He still has that Band-Aid on. But, um, I think that look is very, is like recognizing how much she cares about him and thinking like, I don't know what to do with this. I think he really is just flummoxed by her feelings for him and everything that it raises for him, by his feelings for her. And he's just, he just don't, doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Oh, I need him to smile. He's, he's not smiling at all right now. Not even a smirk. And mm-hmm. he just, he's having a hard time right now. And I'm having a hard time with this hard time. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, mainly, I don't want to say what I'm thinking, mainly because it might violate, violate the terms of our agreement. And I hate every time she brings up the agreement because I kind of feel like it's null and void. But uh, she doesn't know that. And he hasn't come clean about it. And maybe he hasn't even come clean about it to himself. Yeah. He just needs to say it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yep, she, I keep going back to that car scene when he describes the terms of the agreement or, um, and just, it's so gross out of place now. Yeah, well, and just, it's just, it's not applicable anymore, or at least I don't feel like it is, but I don't, he hasn't said anything yet, so I don't really know. Um, so now that she said that, he's like, you can't just leave it at that. I'll be paranoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that I think, I think I'm going to miss you this weekend. It takes a lot of emotional courage to be able to tell someone that you like them, tell someone you're going to miss them, especially in the case of, well, we know Charles that she finds him intimidating she and that yeah, and then he said, you know, and then he's like, oh, we we're having this agreement. For even for a regular person with a regular person that they like, without this agreement, they're they're scary to tell someone you like them and that you miss them. So credit to Sam for her emotional strength. She's got this sweat drop and she's she's blushing and just kind of looking down, not wanting to look at him in the eye. And and you can tell that what she said affected him. He kind of jumps and he's blushing again, which I'm grateful for. We need to see him blush a little bit more. <laughs> Um, and she says, sorry, I, I know I shouldn't think like that. Anyway, I'll see you on Monday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's getting ready to walk out the door and he says, Samara, wait. And she kind of halts and he looks at her and he's like, I wanted to thank you for standing up to your father this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't want to die. So. <laughs> also, I think he doesn't want her to leave <laughs> looking so disappointed. Sorry. What? It just seemed like he was so ready to die, though. Tell my mother I love her. I know. <laughs> so this is how I die. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, he had accepted his fate, but uh, 
he was also quite surprised when she stood in front of him and we see a little kind of flashback um, behind him of her standing in front of her father and I love this part and he says I know that must not have been easy for you and she just looks back with her her doe eyes I kind of think um, blushing a little bit she's like on the contrary it was easy because it was the right thing to do <gasps> oh, okay. your soul I know she's so good she's so good she's so good and he sees that and I like that and he's blushing and um doesn't know what to say he's he's a loss for words um so she says see you later Charles I hope you have a nice weekend and he sighs and he doesn't know what to say and he looks at his computer where he's been tippity typing and it's uh, an email to Elizmere, the vice president of operations and it's his a reply to his offer and it says Eric after a, a careful consideration I have decided and that's where his cursor is what a tease yep oh and the email was response to hi Charles have you given uh the offer any more thought so I think Mongi's cruel <laughs> yeah. I don't like that ending oh my god yeah because um <laughs> I can see a pathway for both options. I can see a pathway of why he would accept it. And I see a pathway of why he would refuse it. I also see a pathway of, you know, why he would accept it for vice versa reasons. There's just so much. This is such a cliffhanger of an ending for me, but. Um, and I bet we're not going to get an answer for a good couple episodes. No, I don't think we will. Because <laughs> she's mean. <laughs> Mongi, if you're watching this, you're mean. I love you. Don't stop writing. <laughs> but uh, I feel like um, he could say no because um, we are seeing this possessive behavior start to emerge, you know, the, the, the chains, and maybe he's not wanting to let go. But on the flip side, he also hasn't given in to those um, possessive tendencies and maybe he realizes this isn't going to be good this isn't good behavior um and I haven't said anything to her about how I feel and she hasn't said anything to me about how she feels so maybe it's better to to end things to to get out of this situation uh, but um, literally I think he is going to accept the position Mm. But I also think that it's going, it's not going to be the end of Charles. And Mindy knows why. <laughs> mm. I, uh, I think, I still think so that he'll accept the position. It'll suck. But uh, I still think that um, Samara will start to create her game a little bit more in earnest with Marshall. And he'll do the artwork. Yep. And they'll become more, they'll become more friend, uh, more friendly. And, um, but I still think that Dion is Charles. And I think that they, even though he is miles away, um, he can still create and grow a friendship uh, through the game. And Mongi can use that as a pathway to um, help their relationship and friendship grow. And maybe eventually they can come back and be together again. That's what I hope, but who knows? Meh. 
so I'm a little troubled by I, I don't know if if somebody that I knew was interacting with me in a significant way and not telling me their identity to like months later I would be very upset like if, if that's really Charles and he's not telling her that it's him and they develop this friendship and like she shares her secrets and they grow close and then just five months later he's like it's Charles I would feel totally cheated on and like lied to I think that would apply if Charles knows that he's playing with Samara oh okay that's a good point uh but if neither one of them know then okay it's kind of like you've got mail at that point (laughs) so gotta love Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan (laughs) but um yeah so I I I would understand it if he knew for a long period of time and kind of used it as means of gathering more information. But, you know, I mean, as in you've got mail, you can see how it can kind of work and not be too shady. Well, uh, Michelle and Laura, what do you think? Do you think he's saying yes or no? (laughs) I would like to think he's going to say no, but I do think he's going to say yes hmm. um my reasoning because he wants to his feelings are scaring him and he might not think he he has much of a life in the states anymore and just will feel comfortable being back in wales and then he'll probably regret the decision and maybe try to come back or maybe samara will be bold and go with him if he wants her to i didn't think of that 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 would be a really good way of standing up against her father. Yeah, she's just like, F you, I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> my thinking is is uh if Charles leaves, um uh Mr. Young might offer Samara that position. Mm-hmm. And that's not what she wants to do. Right. Maybe she'll finally she <laughs> Yeah, I I think literally, literarily. It, sound, it works better if he does accept it. There's a lot more pathways for the storyline if he accepts it, a, lot, a little bit more drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I, I think some people online make it sound like if he accepts it, that that's just the end of Charles. And I think there's a lot of, a lot of pathways for it, mm-hmm. whether she goes with him, whether he is beyond and they can still communicate or whether we see what he feels over there and he decides, hey, I don't like this, I'm going back. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different options. If he stays, it's not as, um, hmm. I don't know. There's definitely still pathways, but it it just doesn't make as much sense to have that choice. Um, So. What do you you think, Laura? Yeah, I think I agree with you ladies. Um, I think it's imp- it's significant that he was typing this the day that Mr. Young tried to attack him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he's given pause right now because Sam was like, I'm going to miss you. And like starting to show her feelings, be a little bit more vulnerable with him emotionally. Um, but like Michelle was saying, I think that might be scaring him. He hasn't, he hasn't voiced um, his own feelings in, in relation to like their agreement and he wants to change those things. And he, he feels like 
maybe it's not applicable anymore, but maybe like you're saying, Sabra, he doesn't realize that it's not applicable anymore. And so he like is, I don't know. I, I feel like he would, is being pushed a little bit to go take the offer to accept it. And it, it, it seems like it would make sense for him to leave, leave the company. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we still don't know what's happening with Mr. Lawson. Because mm. he mm. says that time is running out. Oh, right. Or whatever. Oh, and huh. I, I kind of feel like that's in reference to Samara's relationship with Charles. Why? Oh, oh, I bet that that's okay. Yeah. Because I, because I think that he knows, uh, because he's uh, employing the spy that's been, you know, taking pictures and. You think he's? I'm just trying behind the offer. What if he's behind the offer? Like he, Ooh, that would be with, trying to get rid of him. <gasps> Didn't think of that. Didn't think of that. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's shady. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's Mr. Lawson's the king of shady. <laughs> yeah. So I am trying to figure out how these two stories um, coexist. Because right now, Marshall's story and Sam's story are very separated. <laughs> And I'm trying to, I'm just trying to think of ways that those two stories can be put together. And I feel like Mr. Lawson is the key. Mm-hmm. So yep. I think he's the common link. Yep. But we're still in the dark. Like we'll be yeah, there. just like Charles is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's dark mode. Yeah, it's kind of exciting to know that um, we kind of thought that the next season was going to be the final season, and Monkey's confirmed that it's more open than she thought at that time. Um, So it's not, yeah, it could end sooner, she said, but I doubt it would end sooner, but she said that it's just, it's more open and she has a little bit more freedom, so it doesn't have to end by the next season, which is nice to know. Just, I hope it's more on her terms instead of somebody else's. Mm-hmm. so that makes more sense because if if there's a martial romance that has to be developed like it would take time right I, I wouldn't expect it to happen within the short amount that we have left for this season and one more season so it makes it I mean who knows I guess everything depends on you know what will happen but yeah it makes more sense if there's more space yeah agreed how many more episodes are left of the season she said well, there's going to be about 50 so what are we on and we started with 129 right I think 128 129 so that's like 35 already Mm -hmm. and I mean I can maybe the season finale will be maybe Charles leaving oh and Sam crying (laughs) well it is kind of a uh, foreshadowing of um the ruminate game that he played because at one point he does leave Yes, 100%. um, and she nice. she says that she's in love with him and wants to. Now, I don't think that the story is going to play out exactly like that. Obviously, I don't think Samara is going to kill herself, <laughs> but um, um, I I do think the important part is Charles's choices mm-hmm. and what he chooses, and maybe she or he even just feels um, like there's a choice to be made there to stay with Samara or to leave, and maybe it's him leaving but then she kind of haunts him and maybe it's not her you know obviously physically haunting him but the memory of her haunts him and when she's not there 
Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe um, she like I know this isn't included in the ending of Ruminate, but maybe he like invites her to go. Like maybe that's mm-hmm. like, follow her forever, you know, or follow him forever. So maybe mm-hmm. she goes with him. I don't know. We'll just have. To she it. could. I mean, she can build her game anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You guys freeze or? <laughs> Well, we will find out more in future episodes. Anyone have any final thoughts before we close up? Um, It was a good episode. I just wanted to point out that after Samantha Young says that Samara is strong, then Samara exhibits two um, uh, instances of strength, confessing her feelings to Charles, and then also saying, you know, it was easy to stand up to my dad. It was the right thing to do. Oh, it yeah, just shows that she's not afraid of her dad too, which is good. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. <laughs> should not be afraid of parents. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. She is a strong person, and I think that uh, the people in her life have both helped her and hindered her mm-hmm. in their own ways. But um, I think she's starting to pick and choose the behaviors that she wants to emulate. And I think um, what Mongi said is very, very fitting. She's the hero of her own story. And I like that. Yes, that's wonderful. (laughs) With that one, we can conclude. Have a, a thank you so much for coming on. And Michelle, welcome. Thanks so much for being here on your first podcast. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Yes, please, please do. All it gets right. addicting. <laughs> More on the um, spreadsheet. But, yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, ladies. Have a wonderful evening. Good night. Bye. You too. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much to my current patrons: Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, George, Del Sauce, Tacos, Meg, and Rose, Priya, Alexa, Misty, Joanne. Eddie, Imelda, Esther, I'm watching the people, Tori, Papacy, Marie, Emily, Jean, Jen, Aaron, Jane, Lily, Beckett, Miranda, Christine, Sadie, Kelly, Danielle, <coughs> Teresa, Miss Castaldo, and Katie. The support is truly appreciated.